Are you ever faced with a decision and confused by your options? Become empowered with the knowledge to make informed choices, expand your awareness, and go beyond the mainstream. Infuse your life with spirituality and surround yourself with a community of like-minded people. Welcome to Empowered Today. Hello and welcome to Empowered Today. I'm Jen. And I'm Kaleem, and we're here to help you take a proactive approach to becoming empowered. If you enjoy listening to Empowered Today, go to empowered-today.net, go to the podcast page, and click the subscribe button. Follow the process to set up your subscription on whatever podcast service you prefer. Well, hello, Empowered Today family. This is an exciting day for us because we're doing an interview with someone we think you should know. Kaleem, tell us all about Erin. Well, today is a fantastic day to introduce to you a wonderful mom, a person who is passionate about freedom, and someone that I've had the opportunity to enjoy walking with her through her babies being born and watching her grow and develop as a parent. So Erin Wilkins, please share with us more about who you are and what you do and what you would like our listeners to know. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's it's really an honor to be here. I feel a little bit like, are you sure you want me to be here? But <laughs> I'm excited to um, to chat with you ladies today. So my name's Erin. Um, I am a mother. I'm a registered nurse, so I'm not really working in the healthcare industry right now since they've had my babies. I've stayed home with them. But I am a nurse. Um, I am very passionate about educating um, about birth and motherhood and, uh, all kinds of things online. I, uh, have an Instagram community that I love and do a lot of, um, content and education there. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Tell us what your Instagram handle is. My Instagram handle is, uh, essentially Aaron with two underscores after it. I haven't been able to snag the just essentially Aaron yet. Keep working on that, right? Yeah. So Erin, you mentioned a moment ago that you are a mom. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your family. Okay. Yeah. So um, I have four kids that my husband and I have had together, Uh, two girls and then two boys. They're eight, six, um, three, and one. And then I have a stepdaughter who's 12. So we have five kids all together and it's busy and so fun. I love motherhood. I, I just sometimes, I mean, I just want to freeze like every phase that they're in and just enjoy it a little bit longer because it's so fun and rewarding and magical to watch these little kids grow and their excitement for life. I love it so much. So when you were in the medical field before you had your babies, um, what was your specialty? So I worked in physical and medical rehabilitation and neurology. My patient population was primarily people who had had strokes or traumatic brain injuries, car accidents, gunshot wounds, like anything, you know, brain related, Um, spinal cord injuries, lots of quadriplegics, paraplegics, burn patients, amputations, anyone who needed like long-term medical rehabilitation. I worked at UC Davis. And so I feel like the patient acuity was higher than any other hospital I'd worked at. So it was very, a very stressful (laughs) job, but I learned so much. So as you came from medicine and serving all of these families, and then you uh, went into becoming a mom and 
you went from the medical side into more of the, let's say, holistic side of looking into midwifery, what was going through your mind when you were making that transition into looking into a different type of healthcare? Yeah, that's a good question. So I, when I was in nursing school, I was also, you know, in the hospital watching women birth their babies. I actually didn't see anyone really having uh, in the hospital a a birth that was unmedicated. I remember thinking, I want to have, I think I want to have a home birth. So then, you know, fast forward five years later, when I got pregnant with my first baby, I just, I knew I wanted to have an untouched birth, meaning again, no intervention. And so I was seeing an OBGYN and I just felt like it wasn't, that wasn't going to get me the experience I wanted. So then I, again, um, revisited the idea of home birth and found Marlene and Colleen. Erin, something you said intrigued me and I'm curious. You said that with your first baby, you were with an OBGYN. So you were traveling down the traditional path early on. Can you walk us through what it was about the calling that said to you, even though you started down that path, this was something you needed to change? Because we know that statistically, once a woman starts down that path, it is very rare that they veer off and change course midstream with healthcare. But there had to be some innate piece of you that was calling to you loud enough for you to change. Yeah, sure. Good question. I think I've always been a very spiritually in tune person. And I feel like I've always really had intuition that I have paid attention to. For me, that has always been my guiding compass through life because things get cloudy and confusing when you start listening to the opinions or what what we should be doing from even other healthcare professionals. I just have always been one who sits back and says, well, what's right for me and what feels good to me? So Erin, how do those, uh, if we take all of those promptings, that intuition, that listening to that higher power, and we take that through you listening into having your babies at home, which was a philosophy, right? A philosophy of taking ownership and being empowered. What would you want other uh, other individuals to understand about that empowerment, about that ownership of moving from what you knew into something that was bigger than that, that was part of who your being is? So I, I talk with a lot of women online because of my social media community. And I talk with a lot of women who will say, you know, I want this experience, but, but I'm afraid, but um, my husband doesn't want me to, or my partner doesn't want me to, but I've been told this, you know, and I think that we're filled with thoughts surrounding birth specifically, that we can't do it, that we're not enough, that our babies are too big, that it's going to hurt too bad. Why would we do that to ourselves? And kind of just a lot of naysaying to anyone who would maybe want to have a different experience than the norm the norm today because a hundred years ago what we how we deliver babies today or birth babies today is much different than you know years ago. So if you were talking to a billion families that were all in childbearing years, mm-hmm. what would you say to them of what to find inside 
that could help move them past the what ifs and the fears and the doubts and the people that are talking to them? Because you're talking to the world right now. So what do you want to say to them? I I guess I would say, I mean, I don't think everyone wants the experience that I've had, or maybe they don't know it's possible. Mm-hmm. But what I would say is you have so much power inside of you and the potential to have a birth experience that is transformative. It will transform you from the person you were before you gave birth to an entirely new person who is more empowered, more confident in their ability to parent and to mother and to make decisions for their children. So just knowing that that power is within you, I think should drive you to want an experience that you take ownership of and that you can feel empowerment from. And birth can be empowering in any scenario, and it should be, absolutely. But just really sitting down and imagining what you want your birth to look like and then taking ownership and getting yourself that experience because no one else will do that for you. And if you just kind of get plugged into the system and follow this force of least resistance, your experience might look very different than how you actually imagined it. So how, how did it change you as a parent to, be, to become the parent that you are? What do you think it did for you? I think it just showed me my strength and my power and that if something doesn't feel right to me, then I don't have to subscribe to that. I can choose something differently. You know, in birth, you, you really go down to like the bottom of the barrel in terms of what you have to give, it feels like. And you get to this place where it's like, I have nothing left to give. But then you dig deep and you give more and you find more and you get your baby here. And when it feels like it's impossible and there's so many lessons to be learned in that in itself. Erin, you talked about the fact that this changed you as a person and you just described how this process, unlike any other, gave you the opportunity to really realize that when you thought you were depleted of any ability left, you found more. How do you feel that experience changed your children, both through the birth experience itself, but also now that you parent with that added knowing? uh, How does it change them? I think A confident, empowered mother produces confident, empowered children. And that's what our world needs more than ever these days, you know? And so it's just, it's a ripple effect. So when you went from being a nurse and then choosing to have your babies at home and expanding your understanding and awareness of your ability to have good intuition and then working through your parenting as you are now parenting these young children into becoming the very best versions of who they are as you learn during your parenting you've you've expanded even more into that and share with me about the freedom keepers united and how that became part of your desire your passion and what has happened with that you know that's a, that's a whole can of worms right there. Well, there's empowerment and there's ownership involved in all of that and how you got there. And so just, you know, give it to us. Yeah. Okay. I will. So 
in California, there's a bill, SB 276. Okay. And, and my step into the medical freedom arena began years and years ago. Before SB 276, there was another bill called SB 277, which would remove religious exemptions from vaccines. Now, I know this is a very, very controversial, hot topic. That's fine. I'm not afraid to approach it. Um, but my stance on vaccines and immunizations for children is that there needs to be choice because it is a medical procedure and it does not come without risk. There are risks involved. That's, again, another topic for another day, but there are risks with giving them. And so as a nurse, I believe in informed consent and medical freedom. Well, California introduced a bill that would remove that exemption. And so all of these children now are not able to attend school. And to me, that feels, that felt in the moment and still does, does feel very unjust. It feels wrong to me that children who have been injured or have a genetic predisposition to a product can't go to school because they can't safely receive that product. So that kind of launched me into even more advocating for medical freedom, informed consent, um, having choice. And me and four other girls that kind of connected on Instagram as we were the ones talking out about this and speaking out about this bill in California and trying to raise awareness and trying to get people to show up at the Capitol and write their legislators and express how this would affect them as a family. And we got together and um, it started out as this Instagram page that divided, you know, California has, I think, 50, I can't remember the number, 50 districts or whatever the number is. And we, you know, had a post for each district so people could go and figure out what district they were in and see who their legislators were and they could contact them or they could comment to each other on that post and organize and like, you know, plan a rally or whatever it was so people could really unite themselves in that area where they were living. So we did this throughout the year and it has developed and grown into having a chapter for every single state. And now we are pretty much worldwide. We have a chapter in Australia. I believe we have a chapter in Germany. Um, just all over the world, there are these um, you know, Freedom Keeper chapters, this organization that is focused on medical freedom. And if there is legislation that is introduced that would threaten that, you know, we can rally. We can rally the troops. We can send out an email. We can have calls to action. So it's really grown into this amazing um, organization that has given so many people community and um, a sense of belonging in a world that really, you know, especially nowadays, I feel like that's kind of against the grain a little bit to um, make decisions about immunizations that are different for your children. And we don't just focus on immunizations. There's medical kidnapping, there's cancer treatment, just all kinds of medical freedom issues aside from immunizations. We focus a lot on like school choice and parental choice, like anything that would threaten a parent's right to choose options for their children. And it's really grown into this awesome community of people who are just the best humans on the planet, I think. How do you tune out that what if, that fear response when you're in the throes of making that decision swimming upstream? Because uh, I think that 
that fundamental area within us, that fear component, uh, that what if to the unknown is a big thing that keeps people from taking that 20 seconds you're talking about to making a different choice. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I, I think sometimes I still feel um, anytime I'm entering an uncharted territory of decision-making or parenting, it's like, hmm, you know, you have to step back and really everything, like I said, is a risk reward analysis. And so if the risk to you seems greater than the reward, I, I don't think that you can let someone convince you otherwise or have you make a decision that, that is contrary to what you believe. You want people around you like-minded people who have done that research and can help support you if you start to feel like there's another option out there and you need to know more. So fantastic. Yeah, freedomkeepersunited.org. You can just go in and enter your email address. And then whenever there are community events or there needs to be calls to action or anything, um, you can be notified of those. And then just on Instagram, you can go and actually find your state chapter so a lot of times it'll be like California's is CA Freedom Keepers or, you know, Nevada's would be NV Freedom Keepers and reach out there. And there's people in your state that are really walking a lot of the same um, paths that you are in terms of parenting and decision making. So definitely a good place to go for community. Awesome. Some people will say, well, um, what if somebody's telling, thinking it's their inspiration to do something that, you know, could be harmful. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's where you take, what is your core values? Are your core values, kindness, integrity, um, doing good, you know, what, what are those core values that you want to live by? And so when you have something that comes up that you're unsure of, go back to the core values and say, do they match my core values? I love that, you know, going back to your core values. And I think you pair, you know, intuition, core values, and then backing up what your decision is with knowledge. And like, that's the trifecta right there, you know, like you, you're unstoppable at that point. Well, Erin, thank you. Yeah. I think you shared such a beautiful message. And is there any, anything you want to leave with or you feel complete? Um, I want women to know how incredible and amazing they are. And that they're just blessed with that intuition that can really lead and guide them through this life that can feel confusing and messy and like you don't know which direction to go. Let your intuition guide you. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode with Erin. Remember, this is just a small segment of what you can enjoy as a subscriber. Go to empowered-today.net and subscribe to hear the full-length episode. Well... We've come to the close of another podcast that I hope everyone has enjoyed and will be able to embrace. And we want to celebrate you, all of you, for making the decision to be with us today. And until next time, live your empowered life. Thank you for listening to Empowered Today. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsor, Sage Coaching. We are looking forward to you joining us for our next episode.